All right, what's up, family? Hi. We are back in the stew. Yes, we are. Hey, hey gang, gang. 2020. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and we're together. And we are live together here in Chicago. Hey. hey. <laughs> 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 okay, All right, happy new year. Happy new year to you, too. How are you doing? I am good. I'm finally back off of maternity leave. Yay. Yay. Back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Baby Micah's four months now. Oh, yes. So. And she's such a cute little button. I know. She's so chunky. My love juicy baby. She's so juicy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so everything has been going pretty good. How about you? I'm good. Um, I am sick. Um, unfortunately, right, but I'm okay, so forgive me if I have to sniffle or, you know, turn my head and cough or something, but overall, I'm good, you know, I went to Thailand, um, got back about a week ago, you know, so that was fun, I really enjoyed it, um, shout out, shout out to Motherland Connect, um, the group that I traveled with, um, yeah, I went to Bangkok and Phuket. Okay. And saw a lot, did a lot, um, ate lots of street food, mm-hmm. and had a really good time. You know, of course, had too much fun at some points, but you know me, <laughs> you know how I do. But yeah, it was really fun. Um, I would definitely go back. I would highly recommend it. So, okay, how was your uh, Christmas? Christmas was good. Um, you know, I was down in South Florida with my immediate family. Um, we had a nice time. Um, but yeah, you know what I will say? Like, I think I'm at that point where Thanksgiving is great and the food at Thanksgiving is always good. And I don't need a repeat of that at Christmas anymore. Oh yeah, I don't do that anymore. Like even when I cook, so, well, my Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of sucked because I was in the bed with both my babies and could not move. Oh, Oh, yeah, you were sick. Yes, I could not move, Jesus. And come to find out, I had a uh, a kidney infection. Oh, shit. So, I ended up being in the hospital for two days. Oh, Lord. Yeah, it was really bad. So, I didn't even, like, everybody knew something was wrong with me when I'm calling everybody. I even called your dad. I'm like, Uncle Russell, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to make it. And I had made this big, dumb pan of macaroni and cheese because that was right. what I was supposed to have been bringing to the house. Girl, somebody would have had to come pick that mac and cheese somebody up. Somebody should have because that macaroni and cheese was banging. It was so good. But I'm going to need that recipe off you oh, before girl. I leave, by the oh, way. Oh, and then, you know, I, done, I went back to, like, my old way of making it because, you know, when you, you, you start um, – Experimenting, right? Doing things with it, so I finally just went back to my original way. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you, it is amazing. I was like, yeah. So um, is that the granny way? Yes, yes, yes. It's yes, yeah. It's the old yeah. So I went back to making it that way, but I didn't even get to get even get to send my food that I made because I was so sick. And so Thanksgiving wasn't all that great for me because I didn't have no Thanksgiving food. Mm. And then Christmas came around. You know, Christmas, I don't leave my house on Christmas. I stay at home. Okay. Because I feel like my kids like to play and I want them to have a good day. And I don't like doing all that traveling on Christmas. Right. So I always cook something at home. And I should have cooked (laughs) Thanksgiving dinner, but I didn't. I just made something simple because I really didn't really feel like being bothered and I really kind of didn't want to do a whole lot of cooking I wanted it to be very simple mm-hmm. so I made a big pan of monster choli. oh um, I made some cheddar biscuits mm-hmm. and I think I had like a salad okay and I had got some rotisserie chickens okay that's cute yeah 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 quick simple so yeah no, I don't typically try to do the Thanksgiving thing on Christmas yeah I mean like it's cool excuse me no offense you know to my family or anything but it's just like it's a lot of work especially now that i'm back in florida and i'm in south florida for thanksgiving so i'm helping cook then then to turn around and do it again at christmas it's like oh my gosh this is exhausting and especially with my family like we're all grown you know there's not any small children that are opening gifts or anything i will definitely be suggesting you know i know mama you listening at some point um (laughs) I would love to hey, go to the right. Hey, mama. So I would love to go to the steakhouse next year. Okay. Like just you know make a reservation, go to a really nice steakhouse. 
you know, my daddy can get a dumb big steak. <laughs> and, you know, just they typically have like the piano player or something like that during those special holidays. So that's what I want to do next year. I don't think that any of us should have to be in the kitchen, wake up, exchange some gifts, watch some sports. And then, you know, at five o'clock, go to the steakhouse and enjoy it and come back home and let that be that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, maybe that might have to be a gift, you know, so pretend like y'all didn't hear this, I guess. But <laughs> but yeah, that's what I would prefer to do. And I have been going to the steakhouse on New Year's Eve, like the couple years prior to. Like I went with my homegirl in Dallas and I went with my homeboy last year in Tampa. So I started really enjoying that shit too. Like show up, you know, eight, nine o'clock, whatever, have a nice meal and then go to the party and do your New Year's thing. So I really miss that this year. And you know me, I'm kind of like, you know, bougie like that. I won't pretend like I'm not. <laughs> I need a steakhouse in my life sometimes. So, yeah. so yeah, that's what I want to do um, for the next holidays. But these, these, you know, last holidays were really good. It was fun. Good to see family. Had a really good vacation. So just really hit the ground running back at work this past weekend. I was, like I said, been sick, no sleep, definitely jet lag is real, had plenty of work to do, and, you know, now here I am in Chicago celebrating my sister's birthday. Happy birthday, Danita. Her birthday is today. Yes, happy birthday. Um, and she's got a big party going on tonight, so, so yeah, mm -hmm. figured we'd get some time in to record before we party tonight, so. Thanks. So, so yeah. I think for my New Year's. Every New Year's, I'm always, um, I'm always at home. I've never gone out or had, or went to like a New Year's party, New Year's Eve party mm. or anything like that. So I do know that on my bucket list that I am definitely going to accomplish at some point. Mm -hmm. I want to, um, like, you know, the hotels downtown be having those parties and stuff. Yep. I want to book a room. Okay. And stay at the hotel and party at the hotel. Yeah. And dress up real cute. Yes. Have a nice little dinner and party. Yeah. I want to bring in the new year partying. Like, that's what I want to do one year. And I want it to happen this year. That would be really cute, too. Exactly. And it's safer, you know. Yes. <laughs> you can just go right back up to your room. Exactly. Um, and those parties definitely, you know, are all jazzed up and they mm -hmm. provide a lot of you know the flair that you need right all the alcohol mm -hmm. and if masks or you know anything else that you need little chashki you know mm -hmm. shit for the for the for the um ball drop but yeah i don't know if i've done that either that would be really cool yeah, but yeah I'd love to do that that's on my bucket list that's actually one of the things i do want to do i keep saying it um what else um so I guess we can do a little bit of catching up a little bit. Um, what has life been like for the past four months? Um, adjusting <laughs> <laughs> with a new baby. No sleep. Um, I'm definitely not getting any sleep. Saya loves her little sister. She's That's like, good. um But then sometimes, like, I don't know, my baby turns into like a little devil and... Does she, like, go back into baby mode? Like She does sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, she definitely does, especially, like, when Micah, she tries to suck her thumb. And I'm like, Micah, take your thumb out your mouth. And then here goes Saya with her thumb in her mouth. So I got to tell her, Saya, take your thumb out your mouth. Right. She so, just want to be, you know, included. Included, exactly. <laughs> um, but she loves her little sister. She loves kissing on her and trying. And it's so funny because her little sister is so juicy. She bigger than her. And Saya yeah, I kind of noticed that. <laughs> And she's two, and her little four-month-old little sister is bigger than her. Like she be trying to pick her up, and she be like, "Mommy, she happy." And I be like, "Yeah, I know she happy. Now put her down." <laughs> but she be trying so hard to pick up, and it be so cute. So I'm adjusting to the two kids and working and not sleeping and trying to spoon feed and all that other good stuff. So it's working out. I love it. I'm just tired as hell. Yeah. Um, I still have a little push, so I hate that part. I just wanted to just go away. Girl, you know, we can get you a waist trainer. I do need to get one of those, actually. 
You know, okay, the way trying to be coming through. I might, I might need me a new one for 2020. <laughs> I need one. But the funny thing is, is, like, I'm still extra tiny. Right. And all, because I was still <laughs> tiny when I had her, but she was so big. All I was was just belly and boobs. So now I just got to look good. And she destroyed my body because now I have stretch marks because I never had stretch marks before. <sighs> Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> She did. I was like, and then I got flat titties now. I was like, oh, I'm so not used to this. Like, but it's okay. It's an adjustment. And she's my last one. So, you know, maybe I keep throwing it out there that I might go see Dr. Miami, but I keep saying it. But it might happen one day. You know, you could just do a little fat transfer, you know. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Take it all out your stomach, you know, get your little ass. But I don't want to look like Tiny, though. That's why I will only go to Dr. Miami, because I feel like he's done it before, and I saw him do it to one skinny girl, and her booty looked really nice. Okay, yes. It looked really natural. Yes. And I need to look natural. I don't want to look like Tiny Loaf the Ant, but... Like, where does she go? I don't know, but I don't oh. like where she went. I don't even it's know... It's too big. I feel like her butt is just way too big for her little legs. I haven't seen her lately. I just know she kind of looked like an alien after she got the color taken out of her eyes and all of that. Don't look like no alien. Yes, she does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she does. Like no Child, Tiny looked down bad. I don't like none of that look she got going on. And now you talk about she got an ant butt. Child. <laughs> She's had that for a while, though. Oh, my gosh. Um, let me see. Is there any? I think that's pretty much. That's been my life for the past couple months that we've been um, off the air. But um, I think going forward, we definitely want to continue with the recording. Keep yeah. it up. Um, probably still take a little break, but probably not as long as a break. Um, right. This, you know, next time around. So, right. We're working yeah. It out. Right. We wanna we wanna do more live recording. So yes. yes. I think we're making plans to to travel. Right. right? Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You come to Florida. Um, I'm gonna get me some guests so we can do some collaborating. Um, I know I'll definitely be back up here in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. so we'll so, be yeah, able so to record I think again. I'll be coming there in the spring because I'm definitely okay. trying to come March, April. Okay. Yeah. That works. I'll be there. I'll be around. <laughs> I mean, as of right now, but <laughs> if I don't have really anything going on for the next three months that's already booked, then that means I'm staying my ass at home. So, so yes, pull up. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I know that you've been out here. And I've been living vicariously through you in these streets. (laughs) I mean, yeah. So since we stopped recording, funny enough, like, I kind of had some health issues. Like, so I found out that I have severe anemia. You know, I went and had my, you know, like, annual physical where they do the blood work or whatever. And they called me back the next day, like, your iron is critically low. Like, it's, it's, I think that might be something that run through the family, because that happened to me, too, and I didn't know that I is. was anemic. Yeah, so they were like, you need to, like, get to the ER. So, basically followed up with all my doctors and everything, and had to get, like, IV, iron IV infusions, and, you know, get, get on iron pills and all that kind of stuff. Because were you really extremely tired? I was. I was really tired. I would get exhausted very easily. Like, I live on the third floor, and... I would be struggling to get to that third floor. And I kept just saying, well, girl, you know, sound like you just need to work out more. But it was crazy. As soon as I actually started on the iron and then after the infusions, it was like nothing. So it definitely took for me to do all of that to realize it wasn't just me like being regular out of shape. It was also because my iron was damn near non-existent so yeah you had a deficiency that's funny because i have a friend right now that's going through that and she's like she's extremely exhausted all the time Mm -hmm. and i think and i think she is anemic so i don't know if she started her iron pills or anything yet but okay yeah i would say the iv infusions it was like a 30 minute deal and they just you know straight pump iron into your body they helped almost like immediately oh, that's and good. then the iron pills that my hematologist um prescribed have helped out a lot too <clears throat> i'm not gonna lie almost tmi but i was really nervous to start on iron pills because i always heard that they like make you constipated oh, okay. <laughs> and i was like i am grown and you know number two is a regular part of my life i don't right. play about that shit I eat lots of vegetables so that, you know, it can be a daily occurrence. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't want to have to go through that. But, you know, so she made sure she took care of me. I'll just say that much. But, but yeah, like, so once I got that under control, 
I started feeling a lot better. But yeah, it was almost, it's crazy. It was actually almost immediately after we stopped recording, you know, once I started going to the doctor and realizing what was wrong and doing all the follow-ups. But I actually, you know. needed a little break. (laughs) Yeah, right. But good news is I went and did a um, labs last week and did a follow-up yesterday. And my iron is back in normal range. Okay. Finally. So I was really excited about that. Um, So she just told me to keep taking the iron pills. And, you know, I do checkups every couple of months. But, yeah, it was like, okay, girl. Because there were moments... Like, girl, I had fainted one time earlier in the year. It was actually at my homegirl wedding. And I was like, so shame because I didn't want her to think I was just drunk real right, early at her right. wedding. Because, you know, it's one of my homegirls that I party with. So she knows how I can get down. And the turn up can be real. Yeah, and the turn up can be real. <laughs> so I didn't want her to think that I, like, couldn't keep it together at her wedding. But turns out, no, bitch. Like, you didn't have any iron, like... You probably just were super tired already, so it was kind of a relief. And you're always on the move. Yeah, you're right. Always on the move. Right. That was a trip, of course. You know, so it was it was more of a relief than anything. You're like, okay, like obviously you don't want stuff to be wrong with you, but it's a relief when you know that hey, there's something that is wrong, but it can be addressed and fixed. So, okay. so yeah, so definitely worked on my health. You know, for the back half of 2019 and. Highly focused on it for 2020. Yes. I think hmm, my focus for 2020 is my finances. I'm trying to get my life together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely try to pay down some credit cards and stuff like that. So that's definitely my my, my goal. Yeah. For everything for 2020 this year for me. Like, yeah. Oh, the struggle is real. Being so, an adult. So what do we want to do for like our actual topic? So, topic today is, oh, shoot, did we, oh, we're talking about 2020 today. Okay, all right, we just <laughs> going to keep, keep it rolling. Year. Yeah, we're going to talk about our new year, because um, it's the new year, it was only the 11th today, so yes. let's, um, let's go ahead and get into that. So, did you have any New Year's resolutions? So, I have goals written down that I guess I am a little hesitant to be sharing with everybody, because... <laughs> They are kind of personal, okay. But um, but yes, I do definitely get into writing down goals. I'm going to um a vision board party next weekend, okay. So we're going to kind of lay everything out then. Um, true story. I used to think that vision boards. I used to. I'm. I mean, I used to say that vision boards were for thoughts. Um, what? I think, Wait. <laughs> so. Why were they for thought? Because I'm an asshole. And I think it was probably just people that I was observing (laughs) online. They were more so getting into the idea of the vision board party, in my opinion, than like super focusing on goals. And it also felt like whatever they were displaying just felt shallow. You know, it's just like, okay, yeah, new body, whatever. Like, focus on myself. Like, okay, we're all trying to do that. So... (laughs) What more are y'all getting out of these vision board parties? Like, so I was kind of like put off by it. Huh? So I'm just mad that they were thoughts. It was for thoughts. Yeah. (laughs) So once I got over myself and said, you don't have to be like that. Then I was like, okay, like, let me try this. And, you know, I've definitely in 2019 got really cool with a lot of really great women in Tampa. So we are going to get together and do a vision board party and i have you know like i said i have a lot of goals that so it's gonna be a party of thoughts no ain't no thoughts you know tampa girls ain't thoughts so (laughs) why is it now that you into vision boards you not a thought get out of here (laughs) because i got real goals damn it (laughs) a body is a real goal man everybody everybody want to snatch their waist hey hoes is winning (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> you right? Cause don't Shit. don't feature got Lori Harvey out in Paris right now. I mean, I'm just saying. Wait, but, oh, the pettiness is real though. Did you see on uh, <laughs> on Instagram where I guess Future had did Lori Harvey, uh, one other chick, and some other girl, and they took all I guess for his their birthdays, he took them somewhere oh, and had rose petals yes. going everywhere. Yes. So they. Somebody took all three video clips and put them side by side. So all of them oh. thinking they special. <gasps> this was all like recently? Girl, I think I've seen it yesterday. I should have sent it to you. I thought I did. 
Or is that so? Is that his standard birthday thing? I guess I don't oh know, but gosh. that it had me dying. I was like, oh, oh internet is petty. The internet is petty. no future is petty, <laughs> girl. No, he out. Come on now, you don't think niggas really doing that shit? They be out here be trying to. You know, they got a way to finesse. And you don't think they finesse it ever. Before I know I have another question, you know. But um, did you have any resolutions that you specifically <clears throat> wanted to share for 2020? Um, you know what? I don't do the resolution thing. Um, what I do do um, is on New Year's Eve, I like to read. So I like to write myself a letter. So I like to write myself a letter. Oh. And then I also read the letter that I wrote myself the year before. Now, 2018, Smart. I did not write a letter to myself, so I didn't have nothing to read for 2019. Okay. So, but um, due to the fact that I did bring the new year in with our cousin, uh, Candice. Uh-huh. We call her AKA Hootie. Hootie. Uh, Shout out to Hootie. <laughs> Hootie who? So, um, me and her both, I told her what my tradition was. So, we both sat and we sat at the kitchen table and we just wrote out a letter. And typically what I do is I start my letter with you know talking about what i went through that mm-hmm. year what happened you know just a little reflecting mm-hmm. and then i go into what i want to happen or what i'm looking forward to in 2020 mm-hmm. so um <clears throat> i did do that and um that's really cool okay yeah and then i still have the letters that i've done it years prior mm-hmm. and i like to go back and sometimes read those letters just to see if some of those things i was able to bring to fruition or mm-hmm. if i'm still trying to work on some of those things and then also remembering what happened that year right so um that's what i do every year so no, i don't have any like real resolutions i just mm-hmm. uh, i just do a little letter to myself. that's cool okay i might have to steal that for like my birthday or something because that's a very a very cool thing to do to kind of recap the year and also to really be self reflective. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then I love the fact that it's like a letter to yourself. So I, I seal the letter and everything. Like I go get envelopes. Okay. I seal the letter and I just put it away and then I open it on um, New Year's Eve, read it to myself, and then write a new one. Wow. Okay. Oh, I'm stealing it. Okay, cool. I know I'm kind of awesome All right. sometimes. <laughs> so awesome sometimes okay okay so okay since we kind of alluded to future um and it's 2020 now so i've seen kind of some early previews of music that should be coming for the year we know that future and drake definitely have something on the way is there any other music that maybe you recently got into that you want to hear more of in 2020 or that you any artists you know you want to to drop some new shit for the year Anything you're anticipating? I feel like low key. I'm so out the loop. I feel like I'm just now getting back into everything. Um, Mm -hmm. The podcasting, the actually. Girl, I pay for title, and I feel like I barely listen to my title. Like, let me tell you what I have title for um, Beyonce purposes only. Um, (laughs) I keep it on deck just in case you know they release something and they don't release something. Okay. Yes. I have Spotify too. Yep, I have title and Apple Music because I know better. Because she'll <laughs> drop a concert tomorrow and be like, all right, bitch, if you got title, go ahead and buy your tickets. Everybody else wait till Friday. Mm-hmm. And I will go ahead and reload my title app, <laughs> log in, <laughs> get my tickets, and sit my ass back down. But And Jay-Z just released his stuff to Spotify, too, because at first all his stuff was only on title, too. Oh. So, yeah. Jeez. Okay. But I get it. I get it. But this year, you know... I've heard a rumor that there's going to be some new Rihanna. That's been a rumor for the past (laughs) how many years? I'm going to need you to find a new rumor. (laughs) And Rihanna don't be playing with y'all either. She'll be like, she's going to throw that album at us and be like, here y'all go. Damn. Like, I already see that's how it's going to go. That's if she's even really caring. Rihanna don't give two fucks about what anybody thinks. She's out here living her best life. The best life. So the best life. All y'all that's waiting, including you. Good luck, <sighs> man. <on that> one. <laughs> I know. I'm like, she's an international icon. She's like, I don't need to sing for you hoes anymore. <laughs> I have everything. I'm giving you lingerie, which is awesome, by the way. Ladies, get into the Savage Fenty. I want to. I keep seeing it, but I have not went on her website to go and order. Get into but it. But see, I don't know what bra size I am right now. Okay. So I have to figure yeah, that out. Yeah, you know, first. get yourself measured. Yeah. But. And I'm talking about just the everyday wear. Like, mm. Oh, so you bought some already? Oh, I have plenty. Yes. Oh, you have plenty of Yes. Wear. Is it comfortable? Because Super you, comfortable. Okay, so 
My cousin has really big boobs. So, who? who you! <laughs> what you mean? Who? You get titties. Okay, yes, plans. this is true. <laughs> so, I mean, because that could be a difficult thing to find bra yeah. sometimes, especially if they're comfortable. That's why right. I'm like, you got big titties, so. Yes, no, this is I'm like, like the fine. everyday. Yeah, I know how you talk. <laughs> I feel like while we sitting here, that's, I keep hearing her voice in my head like, I know how you talk. Like, uh, uh Marilyn, stop listening. Right, right. But, um, yes, so I I do have, you know. She's well endowed. Right, I'm well endowed. So, yeah, I would say the basics. Like, I'm not talking about, you know, the racy lingerie, you know, that's out there for Valentine's Day. I'm talking about the regular, everyday bras and panties. Like, this shit is really super comfortable. Okay, now. Are we talking about underwire or no underwire? Because, you know, I'm so over underwire. Um, I am still into underwires, but it's a very comfortable underwire. Okay, like, okay, ladies, you know how it is. You go to work, you come home, the first thing you want to do, take that bra off. There, I don't even do that. Really? Really. Okay, is it any padding in any of the bras? Not the ones that I get. Okay, so no yeah. padding, okay, and then a little underwire. Mm-hmm. Okay, so those, that sound like that could be nice and comfy, but uh-huh. the only thing is, I think I'm so over under, because see, I used to wear underwire in every bra. I would not buy a bra if it didn't have no underwire mm-hmm. in it, and I used to always keep my bras on at all times, but you know, once you get pregnant, they start getting all full with all that milk and uh-huh. stuff. Bras <laughs> is just the last thing you want to deal with, right. so during my whole pregnancy... <laughs> Up to now, I don't even. I got on a sports bra right now because I don't even want to wear a real bra because it's so annoying. I'm telling you, and she always running a sale, okay. so you can get like the two for thirty. Oh, I have to go on that I'm telling you, you know, especially since we talk about it, it's gonna pop up on your IG. So of course, <laughs> of course, because you know they listen. They're listening. They listening. The little fed in my phone. <laughs> hey, I see you. I, I know you're there. <laughs> Just go ahead, click on it. Go ahead and get you hooked up, but. To get back on track, Rihanna, she's giving you, you know, your undergarments. She's giving you high fashion with Louis Vuitton in them. She's giving you makeup. And oh, yes. the Fenty Beauty is also on point. I'm using that as well. Okay. So it's like, she's like, I'm giving you head to toe for at least for the ladies. Why do you need music from me? I understand. I get it, Rihanna. But I also like the jams. Anti was a really good album. That was a good album. That was like... I think I went to that concert. That was a good concert, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like... And, of course, like, I stand Beyonce. So, that's a a no-brainer. But, you know, Rihanna is high on my list now as well. And I want some new Rihanna music. But I get it if I can't get that. um, (laughs) You and everybody else. I know. (laughs) But you know who else I need? The internet is petty. The internet is right no, there. No, Twitter was petty. Did you see the, the uh, memes that they were doing for Rihanna when they was like all the little rolling eyes because they thought they was getting new music? Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't. I don't oh, know no. how I missed it. Every time it. I start seeing stuff, I'm going to start just sending it to you. Yes, please tag me. Send it to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know who I need? Megan Thee Stallion to put out her album. So that wasn't an album? So please. apparently, according to the streets, it was a mixtape or... Something that's not officially an album. I don't know how all that shit works. But if that's what y'all are saying, that it wasn't like an official album, then that's what I need from her is an official album. Because I know we talked about Megan Thee Stallion mm-hmm. early in the year last we year. And you put me on. You yeah, put me on to her. Yeah. I was, I've, I'm a fan, girl. I'm a fan. So, and I've, I definitely think she had a great year. I think if anybody oh, yeah. won she 2019, it was her awesome for the women and the baby for the men. Oh, I love the baby. Right. Oh, did you see his nudes? <laughs> oh, my God. Let's talk about I the did. nudes. Look, look, I had to grab the mic. Let's talk about his nudes. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, let's talk about the baby. I have a crush on him. Like, he is, like, the little sexiest child. If anybody who knows me knows that I have a thing for chocolate men that have pretty smiles. Okay? Yes. You have to have pearly whites for me to want to be with you. Okay. And the baby has all of that. And he got this big dick energy that he bring into the room. Like, he, he he's does. so little. He does. He but you know what? Somebody did try to say that online. Like, oh, well, y'all know the baby 5'8". I'm like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Like, I mean, you're a little short nigga, but it's okay. I I'm, like short niggas. I'm five feet tall. That would make I'm me five, no difference. I'm 5'4", too. So, right. it, it, it ain't that so what does it do for me? Nothing. I mean, but sometimes you do like to climb trees, though, every now and again. I do like to climb I mean, that's cool. But you know. <laughs> But but again, all the energy that he brings, 
Five eight, that's fine. But you know what I didn't mind though is the fact that like you know in the beginning it seemed like people kept trying to test him because he was always in the news because people kept trying to like roll up on him but the baby wasn't taking that shit right. he was knocking niggas out yes so I love that part too like ooh you you out here protecting well like, even still to this day they still trying to like try him for everything because you yeah. saw he got arrested in Miami. No, but I'm talking about like regular niggas oh, coming yeah. up to him trying to fight him and that nigga knocking niggas out. Right. Yes. Like, yes. I remember that. Putting him on the ass. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like a little nigga that can fight. But I feel like he's, it. and he's kept that same energy, oh, my bad, with everybody yes. that has tried him, including, you know, like Charlotte PD, mm-hmm. um, promoters trying to, you know, short him and scam him. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, you're not going to play with Jonathan Kirk, and I appreciate Ooh, him. Oh, you know his government? <laughs> okay. Jonathan, okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know his government, but now that I do, you know, I'm use it all the time. Hey, Jonathan. Yeah, you know, so you're not gonna play with him. You're not gonna try him, and you know, them girls they do not play about baby. So mm-hmm. we are fans, and we're gonna remain fans. So yeah, if you have more music for us this year, um, we'll gladly and take you know that as what? well. I can like listen to the baby's album all the way through. Yes, like I can listen to his shit all the way through and not skip a song, and. I, I feel like you kind of went over the nude. Did you see the nude? Did you see? <laughs> I did his see dick, the nude. his dick video. Because that's that nigga like, you don't know that this is my dick. Because he was recording and talking. So he was like. Wait, I don't think I saw that. Girl, you just. It's no. in my phone. I'll show okay. it to you. Now. All right. Thanks. So he, he was like, you going to know that this is me. Like, oh, okay. Oh. So, you know, like he got a little, little curve to it. Them curve dicks be doing something to you though. I ain't even gonna lie. Just let you know. Those and I told myself I wasn't dealing with no more men that have curved penises because y'all are the fucking devil. Niggas with curved dicks is the devil. And oh my god, I'm mean, just gonna hear this. Fast forward, mom. <laughs> but they are, they are the devil, man. Just and 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 here I go crushing on another one. Like I don't even need that no more in my life. It's okay. But it's anyways, okay. yeah. But you know the baby. More music for us. That'd be great. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. I also saw a couple more names rumored on the list. Um. Frank Ocean. I'm a big fan. I still listen to Blonde all I feel like of the he's time. Been gone for so long. I know he's another one where I feel it's kind of the same. But Mine as Rihanna, like I might just be getting my hopes up for nothing. Yeah, I think so with that one. Yeah. But also too, like, it can he do better than the Orange album? That's because that was such a good album. I know. Can he do better than that? I, I think know. that's the thing with all of these artists mm-hmm. that have been gone a long time. Like, whatever you bring, first of all, it is twenty twenty. Like, whatever you bring to the table has to be like damn near flawless, and it definitely has to be better than whatever your last project was. So. It's like, are you going to bring something that's going to be better? I don't know. So please don't put out no half-assed music. But if you have some like real heat, then go ahead and bring it out. Um, I feel like I had one more artist that I wanted to hear more from. You know, I did see that um, NERD is going to be putting some music out. But they were collaborating with kind of like some random people. I don't know. I don't remember who that was. Um, but yeah. I'm looking forward to new music. I'm always looking for new music. Ooh, Kendrick Lamar. That's who it is. Mm, I need okay. some new Kendrick. But I, I kind of low-key feel the same. Like, I really, really love Damn. Like, I still remember the first day I heard that shit riding to work. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, what is this? So whatever he brings out is going to have to slap. But I also feel like he's another one that really doesn't put out anything that's bad. Like, almost all of his albums are really, really good. So, you know. I can get with Kendrick. Yeah. But you know what? <clears throat> I also love a good push of tea too though. He ain't really been out lately. I mean he had his I feel like that was his... like a while ago. I feel like yeah, the last time one of them... now was like a year, maybe two years ago. I think it was two maybe? years ago. When he when he exposed Drake. <laughs> right. <laughs> you are hiding a child. <laughs> Adonis just got thrust into the world. <laughs> right. Uh, what was what was Drake saying? Um, I wasn't hiding my son. From... Oh, I wasn't hiding my child from the world. I was hiding the world from, from my, my child, child or yeah. something like that. And it was and, like Drake. And that was like niggas favorite line after that. Yes. Stop it. Now all of a sudden it's all like anything for Adonis and it's like of course yeah <laughs> now that you are forced to <laughs> acknowledge his existence but whatever. Um, of course we're getting new Drake speaking of him with Future. Now, my homegirl sent me a clip of one of them songs, and I promise you, they was talking about kidnapping a girl. 
They was talking about like, I want to hide you away from the world and everything. And I'm just like, is this talk about kidnapping? Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of, I think I'm starting to get past the whole future Drake, like duo energy because it's, I think I'm, I'm over future in a lot of ways. So it's like, I don't really need the same shit from y'all again. But I did, I've heard nothing but good things about that new song that they dropped. I meant to listen to it before we started recording. I heard that it's, when the beat flips and uh-huh. Future comes on, everybody likes that part. So maybe I'll listen to that and I'm sure I'll wind up getting into it anyway because everybody's going to play it. But I don't know, like, you know, after their last couple of collab albums that were good. I'm like, do I really need more of this from y'all? I might be straight on you. We'll see. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I think you'll have to keep me posted. You know, just keep me in the loop. Okay. All I'm hearing is Barney, apples and bananas. (laughs) (laughs) Twinkle, twinkle, little star right now. (laughs) And the ABC song. So They still listening to Baby Shark? Oh, you know, Saya. That's her turn up. Oh, okay. That's her turn up. So, for, um... For Christmas, I got my dad um, a T-shirt that uh, said, it's a baby shark, the baby shark on the front of it. And it was like, Paw Paw Shark. Okay. You know, he he don't like to be called granddad. He wants to be called Paw Paw. Okay. So. Oh, um, these young hip grandfathers. I know, right? And then my my uh, my other dad, I got him, um, which I still got to send it off. It's just sitting at home. Anyways. Um, but yeah, <laughs> he wants a picture. Because we took me and the girls. We went and took pictures. So I went and got it uh, put on a, a canvas. Okay. So okay. I got to send that to him. But yeah. <sighs> yeah, Baby Shark and um, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. And definitely Barney, Apples, and Banana. Mm-hmm. Paw Patrol. Oh, all of that, all of that. Yeah, so, yeah. So you got on the music tip. I'm kind of out out of it, so you're gonna have to keep me in the loop. So, okay, yeah. okay. Um, so let's go into this hey girl hey that we got. You know, sure, yes. 2020. Let's just wrap it up. 2020 is gonna be awesome and amazing. Yes, we're gonna be doing more things. We like I said, we're gonna be trying to get um travel a little bit more so we can record with each other. Yes, also have some guests on. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe go to other people's podcasts. You know, just trying to expand, collab, make yep. ourselves into a brand. Yes, because the cousins keeper is gonna be awesome and amazing, and um. So, yeah. yeah, what else? Do you have anything else for 2020? No, I think that's, uh yeah, that wraps it up. You know, 2020, we're at y'all's neck all 2020, <laughs> you know, as the young ladies have said. Um, and yeah, I look forward to more life, you know, definitely more travel, of course. Um, I'm going to get this vision board done, you know, no thoughts involved. And <laughs> yeah, you know, it's going to be a good one. So Mm-hmm. So very cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, yeah, it's time for the hey girl. Hey. Hey girl. Hey. It's been a lot in one <laughs> week. Like, I don't understand how we are barely into the new year, and we started off with some bullshit. So it was like everybody said happy new year, mm-hmm. and you know, like I said, I was in Thailand. You know, Thailand is twelve hours ahead. Okay. So by the time I had already said happy new year and like party down, and woke up. Next thing I know, what happened? Trump has declared war with Iran. Or he done killed somebody. He killed basically their number two in um, command mm-hmm. at, while he was in Iraq. And essentially that, like, you know, kind of set off a domino effect of like, oh, we at y'all's heads. I don't get it. Like, how do you wake up in the new year and say, yeah, like, let's let's start some bullshit. And apparently... Nobody else, you know, in any sort of political realm was really aware that this was going to happen. Like, trust me, y'all, we're not going to get too deep into this because I don't know enough details. Um, Plus, I don't like to talk about Trump very much. Like, fuck him. Sorry, but it is (laughs) what it is. Right. Sorry. No, sorry. Um, But yeah, you know, it it was immediate that we were in conflict in 2020. But I'm not I'm not shocked. I wasn't shocked at all because. Honestly, I feel like he was, he been wanting to, you know, like how at the, like they showed the oval desk and then it's supposed to be like a red button. Yeah. I feel like he been wanting to press that red button since he got there. But he since like, he got it's there. almost time for me to get out. Fuck it. I'm about to press this bitch right now. <laughs> right. And that's what he did. He said, fuck it. I'm about to do this shit right now. Right. I don't care. Right. And that's what he did. So that's just how I have it made up in my mind. Yeah. So I don't know. 
as usual, we'll be, you know, praying for the troops um, and everybody involved in the military, um, all of the Iranian people as well, because, you know, if it's anything like any other conflict that we've been a part of, that shit don't really affect us on our soil. It always seems to affect the other, you know, people. So, you know, I don't think anybody wants this. It is definitely a personal. um, So next up, your favorite and mine. Robert Sylvester Kelly, now age 53, uh, since it's been a full year. Um, well, we want to start with this one. We're well, going to start with the fight. We're going to start with the part two of the so show. So, let's just quickly glaze over, you know, surviving R. Kelly part two. Um, like I mentioned, I kind of watched it while I was doing some work, not paying close attention to it. Um, we, For those that watched it or those that didn't, it was just a lot more, I guess, a continuation, more in-depth conversations around... How, you know, full of shit he is, I guess, or also, you know, got more into details about some of the things that he went through as a child and then how that could also contribute to how he grew into his adulthood. Pretty Um, much they just took what they got the first time and just made it longer. Yeah, right. Because I feel like... Same foundation. Yeah. Exactly. Especially, first of all, I only saw like the first maybe three episodes and I was like, okay, I can't watch this no more. Like, I'm so over it. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it was boring. And the reason it was boring is because, like you said, they started talking about his childhood again. Uh First of all, why are you just now mentioning that he was molested by this man when the whole first uh, season of it, you were just talking about just his sister? Y'all should have laid that all the way out on the line right then and there when y'all was talking about him being molested, period. True. So now I'm supposed to feel bad because he was molested by a man too? Right. "Mm -hmm." Yeah, right. It's It's like like y'all steady trying to get, I don't know. It was weird, right? It was a weird way to like try to not necessarily even garner sympathy, but to also... Like I said, it feels like they tried to find a way to tie that into who he became as a man. And I feel like even on the first go round on part one, it's really unfair to bring that up to a certain extent because a lot of people that get abused don't become abusers. Mm-hmm. So I get, especially if we acknowledge that R. Kelly is, you know, developmentally challenged to a certain extent, you know, in some realms. I get that it could affect him differently and it probably was so much for, you know, a little kid and all of that. And for him to just not have um, a great childhood in general, it could have affected him as he grew older. But again, not everybody that gets abused turns around and abuses people and damn sure doesn't do it to the extent that he was able to do it over decades. Yeah, but also too though, those who have been abused and they are abusers, it definitely stems from them being abused prior. Yes, so, because they don't yeah. understand boundaries. Right. And, yeah. Right. And so I was like, I don't I don't know. So that part kind of, and then listening to some of the ladies and their stories, it's like, okay, y'all saying the same thing. And then they had a few new people on there. Yeah, there were a few new and people. And I'm like, okay, we understand. Now, okay, I'm probably going to be like, I don't know, maybe the asshole, but Great. I feel like what he did was totally wrong. Yes. He's, he's definitely uh, somewhat of a little bit of a... He's, he is. He's a monster. And right. Let's that lay that out there. Nobody doing, get that confused. Yeah. We don't agree, agree condone any of, any of his bullshit. Right. No, not at all. But also at the same time, I feel like he was having consensual sex with all these young girls. They were all... Willing, and then it was a, some woman on there that was talking about how she couldn't stand it and she was just trying to make him happy. No, you were enjoying it just like the rest of them and you were doing it because that's what you wanted to do. I hate that these women are getting on here and then they're crying and boohooing and all this other stuff. But y'all was not boohooing and crying when y'all was doing the shit. You know what I'm saying? So, But I do understand you were young, you were impressionable and... A lot of us wouldn't be here if our daddies wasn't talking to our young mamas too, you know, like... Well, I'll say this much. If they were of legal age, there's a certain level of consent that I'm sure was involved. If they were not of legal age, even if they thought they, they liked what they were doing, in a court of law, there will always be that that age issue. Right. So, you know, I think... I can't remember the one. Jeronda. Yeah, that's the girl's name. She was one of the girls that met him, like, outside of the courthouse when she was 15. Mm -hmm. And he pretty much realized, like, oh, she's young and dumb. Like, I can, you know, Mm -hmm. be impressed. She can be impressed upon. Um, So, you know, obviously, over time, in hindsight, she realized, like, oh, this is awful. 
And at the time she may have thought it was okay. And she didn't, wasn't getting the love or attention that she needed at home. So it was something that she was seeking out. But in a court of law, at the end of the day, even if it felt like she was a willing participant, the law will always say that you can't consent when you're under 18. And there are, to your point, there are a lot of cases where there were older dads, you know, people have older dads, young moms. And if things were really, you know, put um, on the law books, then it would be an issue. But think about how, especially over the past 30 plus years, like people were definitely dating older men were dating younger women. And in most cases, if they were seriously in a relationship and, and were showing love to each other, it's a different scenario versus the way that R. Kelly was doing it with all of these people. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And then I also feel like, you know, that controlling aspect right. of it was yeah. like a whole nother level. There's no love involved in what he no, was doing definitely with Definitely not at all. Um, but I would have to say that part two, well, no, not even the part two, the, the whole little fight that they just had. Oh, yeah, so um, let's segue into that. Girl, that fight. So, it was hilarious. Asriel, the two young ladies that went on... Um, Gail King show yeah. or mm-hmm. whatever that morning show was that went on with R. Kelly. So Azriel Cleary, I think it's her last name, and Joycelyn Savage. So if you saw that interview, you remember they were diehard defending him and mm-hmm. ma- blaming everybody else for, you know, all of this trouble. Everything was lies. It's all about money. Um, you know, they both love him very much, blah, blah, blah. Gonna well, stand by him. they're going to stand by him. <laughs> right. Well, now, if you watch part two or if you don't know, Azriel, she has left the Trump Towers. She has removed herself from R. Kelly since he is now in jail. And um, back with her parents, back with her parents, like reconcile with her family. I think mm-hmm. she saw her brother first and then he encouraged her, you know, to get back in touch with their parents. Um, and so I guess I don't know if Azriel was going to get more of her shit or what, but she and Joycelyn Savage started, you know, uh, exchanging words in the apartment in the Trump Towers. And then next thing you know, like, Azriel is on, like, IG Live or something. She's recording it. And next thing you know, she drops the phone and they are fighting. So, and she's yelling at her like, oh, like, I'm pressing charges because you were having sex with a minor. Like, telling Joycelyn that. And it's like, Girl, get your <laughs> life. That's what I felt when I heard that. I'm like, really? Like, first of all, don't try to play the victim role now. Like, get out of here with that. And <clears throat> it just like annoyed me slightly because, like, first of all, y'all went on this show. Y'all was crying, talking about how y'all this and y'all parents this and that and the third. But then now you want to call. Now you want to tell the girl that you're gonna press charges because she's been having sex with a minor and the minor was you. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> like, uh. right? I'm like, okay. So again, if you watch the R. Kelly Surviving R. Kelly Part Two, one of the ladies um, mentioned that R. Kelly gains people's trust by getting them to do something incriminating. So. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe Tasha K said that on YouTube. Either way, sorry, I don't know. But I know somebody said that he always does something incriminating or gets you to do something incriminating so that he can basically see that he can trust you. Because at that point, then, once he starts laying on all of the bullshit, like, he can turn to you and be like, well, you did X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Or if you went to the courts, you know, or tried to press charges and wind up on trial, there's some dirt that, that they can bring to the table and say, well, didn't you do this? Right. So it's like, Azriel, I understand, like, you finally have come to your senses. And it was funny, too, because she was saying, like, we went on that show and we was telling all them lies and I realized how dumb we was looking and I was yelling at the TV like, yeah, girl, now you get it, but there's no matter what like you can be as mad as you want to be at Joyce and Savage but I I highly doubt unfortunately at this point that you would be able to go to court or press charges against her and take her to court without somebody's lawyer being able to dig up some dirt on you yeah and then also like I felt like when he went to jail it was like that shit just started falling apart immediately yes it did it was like the minute he went to jail uh, Azrael, her little butt was like all on social media. She started, mm-hmm. you know, being on Instagram and all of that, and yep. she started recording herself so much more. Yeah. So it just 
with her not even having to say a word, it was kind of like her actions showed that everything that everybody had been saying was really true. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because right. nobody had been hearing from you. You have not been around. You have nobody heard anything from you. You wasn't on any social medias. Right. When this man was out of jail, but the minute he goes to jail, now you're all on social media. You have your own page. You have your own phone. Right. You're doing all these things. You're responsive and to, you know, everything. people talking about you and exactly. stuff. Exactly. And then, you know, so to me, it was like, that just proved right there without you even saying anything. I mean, without her even saying anything, yeah. that everything that they've been saying was true. Like, right. he is holding y'all hostage. He right. is, you know, not letting y'all do what y'all supposed to do. He is, you know, making you all have to call him and ask him if you can eat or if right. you can go use the bathroom or whatever. He's he's totally controlling you right. and brainwashing you and just using you for when he wants to. Right. And that's sad. Yes. But it also is one of those things where it's like, don't come at it now wanting, coming at it as a victim now. Don't now want to be the victim. Like, yeah. I just feel like you're, I don't want to say you're not a victim because you were, because you still were really, really young. Yes. But at the same time, don't come and be like, oh, but I was a minor. We well, know that. We knew that. You have been have you should she probably had sex with a minor and didn't know it, you know? Like right. who knows? And that right, that's what that kind of goes back to the incriminating thing. It's like, okay. I think for for Ezreal, she's going to have an uphill battle for obviously multiple reasons. First of all, even if all she did was go back and live with her mom and daddy, she would have to get a lot of therapy and do a lot of healing from living with somebody that was that controlling for that long. But I think also she went from being a minor who went into R. Kelly's dungeon, you know, for however long to living out in the real world with social media that continues to be more intense by the day. So she's trying to like prove herself, I feel like too quickly, because I even saw, you know, before we started recording, she apparently posted somewhere like, oh, like for those people that are saying I'm a clout chaser, like I'm not doing that, like I was going to be successful with or without Robert and all that. I'm like, okay, please don't turn into Cardi B and feel like you need to respond to everything <laughs> because people are going to say vicious things about you and the other girls in this whole situation until the end of time. So the best thing for her would honestly be to not immediately be all over social media and all over the internet. But I think it's hard because at the end of the day, she's still a young girl right. that mm -hmm. was essentially locked away for a while and now she's trying to get into the mix of this real world and real life and it's hard when people already have all of these opinions and impressions about you so it's going to be an uphill battle for her you know Joyce Savage she's still brainwashed unfortunately and I, I'm not surprised sadly but because her parents seem like they weren't teaching her shit at home like oh, sorry not sorry but mm -hmm. um so I don't know what's gonna happen with her but yeah, I think it's, I think in general, um, to kind of like put a bow on it, I think it's been very interesting to see what has happened in the past year. Like from mm -hmm. when we was talking about R. Kelly age 52 to R. Kelly age 53, Man, a lot of shit has happened. And mm -hmm. I don't know if I ever thought the day would come that anybody would be able to successfully um, press charges against him and have any sort of charges brought against him that would have him in jail for a significant amount of time. And it's been very interesting to see that he got locked up. He's still in jail right now. You know, I don't know if he's necessarily awaiting trial or what what's going on, but it's been a lot. And I'm I'm surprised. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah. I feel like his whole world is just crumbling right now. Yeah. It's just all falling apart. And it's funny how even still fans are like, what was his birthday? And they were like, I'm playing R. Kelly now. I, me personally, I wasn't on that because I still, I mean, and I was one of the biggest R. Kelly fans. Oh, yeah. Like, I right. We him. talked about that. We were, but, especially um, being here back here in Chicago, it's funny that you even say that. Like, I didn't see anybody saying that. But again, in Chicago, there are people that will still lay down and die for him here mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. So there's always going to be fans. And you know what? At the end of the day, there's different strokes for different folks. There are people that just will never care. Right. Whether it's because they are numb, because they went through similar bullshit, or they just don't have that, you know, that breach in them to sympathize with anybody else. But I don't know. I've moved on from him. I damn sure haven't been listening to no R. Kelly music. I just hope that at the end of the day, 
whatever justice needs to be done, you know, through the legal system with him, you know, it sounds like he got enough charges that he going to be locked up for a long time. And it seems like a lot of the women have been able to move on. Um, a lot of, it was interesting. A couple of the girls were pregnant. Well, I wasn't surprised by that. Cause I mean, he seems, I mean, from the understanding is like, he don't like most of these dirty dick niggas don't like to use condoms anyway. So I'm not surprised at no, all. No, no. I mean, the girls on the um, Surviving R. Kelly Part 2, some of the girls I got out, like the girl Dominique, the girl Geronda, like they're pregnant now by, Geronda's married, so she and her husband are about to have a baby, and then Dominique has a boyfriend, and oh, they're going to have a baby. No, <laughs> Look at me but, just going in. Right. I didn't even know the background. I'm just like, that dirty dick nigga. But yeah, oh, I mean, they definitely talked about that too, where people had got oh, pregnant, or they thought it might be his baby, right, and has to get abortions, which is like just another, you know, horror story of apparently living with R. Kelly. But but yeah, it looks like some people are moving on with their lives, and that's good. But I mean, what a saga! Insane. Exactly. All right. So enough of him. Yes, enough of him. Just so on a lighter note. Yeah, on a lighter <laughs> note. So just a couple of days ago, um, Mr. Boosie Badass <laughs> decided to purchase. A sweatshirt with the um, embroidery of the Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated letters on it. He he bought a red sweatshirt with the white letters and decided, I'm going to wear this to the basketball game when I sit courtside because I'm trying to get fresh. And they're going to compliment me on this. The, the internet drug his lost ass. Mind. He took a picture as bloodshot red okay so we know you is high and drunk boosie in the nail ya um and posted it thinking that they was about to show boosie all the love and there were of course kappas that were like this is an outrage so once he noticed that nobody was really like showing him love he was like wait a minute like hold on every video i see y'all playing wipe me down and doing this dance <laughs> So, if you don't want me to wear your shit, somebody gonna have to teach me how to do this dance. Because y'all not gonna be out here dancing to my shit. And I can't wear y'all stuff. Oh my god, but the internet's so <laughs> petty though. Let me tell you, the internet's so petty. I saw a video where, I guess it was a Catholic stroller, and they put Boosie Face on yeah. it. That had me dying. Oh I was like, <laughs> I was, that had me dying. I could not. I was like, the internet is too... Patty. Oh my gosh. Patty. It was, they was coming at him. They was mad. So apparently Boosie's brother is a Kappa. So some people are like, well, how did he not know any better? But I'm like, y'all, Boosie is like quintessential hood nigga. Like he is <laughs> literally out here making hood music. He's been in and out of jail, fighting diseases. Like he's not worried about what Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated is doing. It just looked good. It just looked good to him. So, apparently, though, I think his brother, somebody, they were willing to show him the dance. So, there are several videos that you can see of Boosie on the internet doing what he said, which had me cracking up. He was like, y'all gonna have to show me how to do the dance. What's it called? The shimmy. So, (laughs) if you want to catch Boosie shimmying on the internet before everybody gets the videos deleted, then go ahead and check it out. Because the shit is hilarious. I saw them also put Boosie's face over like um, a probate. Like they had like a bunch of guys that were crossing. And <laughs> they flipped the hood back and it was a picture of Boosie. <laughs> Online. I'm like, oh my gosh. People was giving him line names. I can't remember them. Like they was yeah, talking about. The internet is petty. The yes. The internet is so petty. The internet, like, if you haven't learned yet, let this be a lesson. The internet is going to get in that ass if you let them. Um, if you do something crazy, rather, they're going to they gonna come for you very quickly. So, you know, keep that in mind. Um, and, yes, um, to anybody that is not familiar with black Greek organizations, Kappa Alpha Psi and the like, like, yeah, not really the best idea to wear your, their shit if you're not in the organization. Um <laughs> Now, granted, I know nobody's going to go beat Boosie Badass up as much as they might think that that's what they was going to do. But none of y'all going to run up on Boosie, and I would love to see you try. But in general, not a good idea. <laughs> it's in poor taste. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess, you know, that was a good, you know, 
Yeah. Back. Right. All right. We yeah. We broke the ice. We got back into it. It's like that first workout, you know, after you've been sitting for a while. Like, all right. Yes. Like the juices are flowing again. Yes, yes, yes. We're and we're together. So it's it's a different dynamic than it was last time. So Yes. We're gonna just wrap this one up for y'all. Um Yes. So in conclusion. Right. So where can you find us? So on the Instagram. We can be uh, found at My Cousin's Keeper Podcast. Um, You can also find us on Facebook that way as well. Um, You can listen to this podcast on almost all platforms except for SoundCloud. Uh, Maybe we'll work on that for the 2020 as well because I know I like to listen to podcasts on SoundCloud. So we'll we'll see if we can get that up and running. Um, Listen to season one. Uh, If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you. Um, Go and run. Yes, right? Uh, But go. you on Maryland. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Go run back some of those old episodes. And yeah, we'll definitely bring in you more. We'll be bringing you more for the new year. And. uh, Look forward to uh, collaborating and hearing some good feedback from you guys. And yeah. All right. Well, well, thank you for listening. And that is it for us and the Cousins Keeper. I'm Danielle. And I'm Jacqueline Renee. Lord knows we did not introduce ourselves at the beginning. <laughs> we do it at the end. Right. Okay. We get right. back into it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. And we'll sign off like it's dark, y'all. All right. Good night. Good night. <laughs>